Hey, welcome to the Going Ones Podcast. I'm Scotty. I'm joined by Mitch and Spencer. Hey, guys. Today, we're going to talk about the tight end rankings, 1 through 12. We're also going to discuss a little bit of our kind of the sleeper picks for wide receivers this year. And to start that off, I'm going to start off with a guy like, kind of talked about him on the rookie show, but Justin Jefferson. He's a guy I think has a lot of talent, like a lot of talent, a lot of potential this year. Kind of filling in that Stephon Diggs role. He's not going to be Stephon Diggs this first year. Uh, there's no chance of that happening at all. But I think he has a lot of potential. You're getting him late in a draft where I think he's worth picking up. You're not going to probably start him the first couple weeks, but definitely see how he's doing. I see him picking it up pretty soon. That's the nicest thing you've ever said about Stephon Diggs, I think. I, I do. I agree. <laughs> When you say a rookie who's never played in the NFL before is going to be better, is not going to be better than Stephon Diggs. That is very nice for you. I think it's the nicest thing. Welcome. But like, I agree. There's definitely value there. He's he's a he's a guy I'm going to keep my eye on. He's going to be. I'm not drafting him. I don't know if you're taking him with your last pick or anything, but he's going to be more of a waiver guy for me. I'm going to keep an eye. CB's involved early. See what's up. Maybe if you know he could dominate preseason, get that hype up snag him in the late rounds but right now i'm not drafting him until waivers basically he's i'm only taking him in a league where i have a deep bench i'm not taking the shot on him and yeah but a lot of like 12 person a lot of 12 person team leagues like he kind of is coming around it's like it's starting to get kind of ugly that's where i think the risk is getting worth at 10 time at a 10 person league i'm probably still taking him but there's still a lot of better guys out there like i'm not gonna push it because like you, you probably could get him but i think there's a lot of potential there on that team that's why i'm going for him I gotcha. Um, my first honorable mention is going to be Golden Tate from the Giants. I am very optimistic about that team in general this year with Daniel Jones and all the Saquon, all those pieces there. And I think it's going to be hard to determine, and I even don't know this still, but I'm pretty sure if I'm going to take a shot on one of the Giants wide receivers, it's going to be Golden Tate. They paid him to be the one. Sterling Shepard can't really stay healthy. Slayton flashed as a rookie, but he still is only a second-year guy. So I think Tate's going to be the Top three and wide receivers in that team. Yeah, I, I lean I lean Slayton as a wide receiver. I'm going to take anybody on that team, but like that team does have some question marks because if, if Evan Ingram shockingly would play a lot of a, a that's lot of the not going to happen. I said shockingly. If shockingly, if something were to go horribly wrong and he would play the whole season, <laughs> that could change a lot for that team. But I do like Golden. The Golden State's really good for PPR. Like in my dad's league, it was really nice to have him. He was just he never. He never won me a week, but like he always kept me in. Like he never like let me down really at all. So I, I get it. That situation over there is just scary. Like they have a lot of potential overall, but like you only want Barkley on that team. You, just, you only want Barkley, and like you said, we might we'll get into Evan Ingram a little bit more. But you do sort of want him, but like you draft him with like complete caution. Yeah, but, yeah, but you're not gonna need to like pay up for him. Like he's gonna be. I don't think any guy. of them. I think yeah. I think you take all of them almost as like a, not a waiver pickup, but like the last. Two picks of your draft. You, you can just get any yeah, wide receiver you want from the Giants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't think there's going to be a set guy over there. That's what kind of scares me about the whole Giants in yeah. general. I think it's just going to be like, other than Barkley's going to get the consistent carries, but realistically, it's just going to be like, all right, who's going to get ten catches this week and who's going to score? Well, that's why I like Tate because you don't have to pay up for any of them. And like, I think yeah. Slayton is going to be the hot guy that everyone wants to pick up. That's I I, I can see that. Yeah, we probably play Tate more weeks than you play Slayton, honestly, because. Tate, you're like, all right, I'll probably get eight points. And Slayton's like, well. I could get 20. Yeah, but it's like, I also probably am going to get a two. So yeah, that's, like, that's, a guy, that's a guy I'm going to wait for as well, just kind of see what the Giants are doing. So, right. And I, I assume Danny Dimes had a good, 
he had a good run. We'll see what happens. We'll see if he improves. I hope he does. It looks like he had some juice. But, again, you know, the second-year quarterback is 50-50 what happens. <laughs> like, yeah. As we know, we know very well. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, my first sleeper is – I'm going to go Deontay Johnson with the first one. I have a couple. But, uh, he, sh- he showed flashes with Mason Rudolph. It's really hard. It's really hard to do that. Like, the only person who showed any flash with Mason Rudolph was Miles Garrett, and that's not the kind of flash you want. It's a bad flash. And it's like, he had 680 yards with five touchdowns on a putrid offense for the Steelers last year. And if Big Ben comes back, and if Big Ben has any sort of product, anything left in the arm, which I assume he does, I hope he does. Well, actually, I hope he doesn't, if he's a Browns fan. But for fantasy-wise, I hope he does. And it's just, him and Juju are going to have pretty good years. I I think Juju's going to have a much better year, but Deontay Johnson's going to be a two if Big Ben's, like, healthy. Yeah, I like Deontay Johnson. Mitch and I were talking before the show, and I like I was like, you could talk about him, but he was also on my list as yeah. a sleeper. Very nice of him. Yeah. <laughs> I do think Deontay was, when the Steelers' offense was their defense, yeah. and Deontay Johnson was able to do that, I think that was a very good sign. They got him. Basically, they stuck it to A.B., they traded him away, and used the pick they got to draft Deontay Johnson, who looks like, I don't know, he's, he's not, I'm not saying he's going to be A.B., but he's, he's turned out to be the next great, one of the next great wide receivers the Steelers are going to have, which as a Brown fan is really annoying. <laughs> yeah, I like him on the field. He looks good. Yeah, and he's he passes the eye test. I like him. I'm willing to take a shot on him late. Yeah, he could be a guy that you can take kind of late in the draft, too. I don't have any doubt that. That's a bad bad decision there. I mean, the Steelers do like to pass a lot, too, and then especially when uh, James Conner does going down, <laughs> that team's just going to turn into throwing 600 passes, oh and every like, one of that team's going to be valuable. Tommy John going to get tested out. He's going to be like Stafford just chucking the ball every freaking play. I'm a little, little afraid of that, that. I think this is his last run, man. If he gets hurt again, he's out. Or injured. I don't know what he gets. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, all the Steelers options become really, really gross. Right, but they'll, they'll make it work because they're the Steelers. I don't know how it keeps happening. They're one of those mm-hmm. annoying teams yep. like that. They mm-hmm. just make it work. They've always they supported They've supported two wide receivers, too. Like, Big Ben has done it multiple times. So it's like, okay, there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's enough to go around. Like, Big Ben knows. Right. But then my next guy I want to talk about is a guy that I know you guys don't like that much. But I think there's still enough in the tank where it's worth it is uh, Julian Edelman. Ugh. <laughs> Dude, I still, I still cannot say their quarterback's name. Uh, I still, Stidham! Whatever he is, but I still think there's enough value in there. He's not has no pizzazz this year. I think he finished the top. He was pretty high up there last year. I want to say he was actually like 11. He had a really good higher, season. But that's with Brady. And Brady loved him. There was a good connection there. And that connection just not going to be the same. But I do think there's enough value there where he's just going to get involved with just a bunch of catches. Might not be that heavy, but I think he's a nice. He can get a nice little base, especially just a little fill-in spot, which is pretty much what you're going to use him for. That's where I really love him as just kind of that safety net guy where I can get. He's not going to give me a crazy week, but if I even get get ten points from him that week, I'll be pretty happy. I uh, I, I don't I don't hate Edelman. I definitely I definitely think there's going to be value there, and it's just. He's just going to have to fall so low for me to draft. <laughs> like, I don't even know if he's going to be a fill-in week. It's just, there's like, no, he doesn't raise a single eyebrow. Like, I just, I'm aware there's going to be, there's a, there's going to be use there. Like, he's going to get use, he's going to get work. But I just don't think it's going to be enough for me to even care about Edelman. Like, I, I he's going to be okay, but that's about it. Yeah, I could not be more off the Edelman boat this year. <laughs> like, I just, 
that te- that offense, they, I am not confident in that offense whatsoever for me to feel comfortable taking Edelman. Like Mitch said, he'd have to be drop into the 50s wide receivers for me to glance at him. Like I'd, He is such a low-ceiling play, and when you're at this point in the draft, I like to take shots on guys who I think can burst onto the scene and be awesome. And Edelman just is everything that is not. There is no burst. There is no burst. Yeah, he's not gonna get you that. I said he's not gonna get you that win that winning week. Yeah. But he's still not gonna. I think I, I'm drafting with a base too. So I am taking some flyers with it. Like I'm gonna take some right. flyer big guys. Yeah. But like you know, if the flyers big guys have a bad matchup that week, I'll take Julian Edelman in a bad matchup versus a flyer in a bad matchup still. Because I still think Julian Edelman can get open. I think he can create. Nothing. I just I just have to see it, man. I don't really. So he's I don't going really late. I mean, he's getting you can get him as almost your last pick in the draft. Well, so, he's not going that late. And I'm I not paying. I'm it. not paying much for him either. I, I'm willing to pay two bucks, three bucks, maybe depending on how much money I have left in the draft at this point. Mm-hmm. So your bench gets a little bit weird at the at very end. You might have some leftover money. I guess in that sense, it's fine. But I <laughs> still he's just a bench spot. Yeah. Um, in my next, uh, I'll go next with my next uh, wide receiver nomination for honorable mention. Yeah, I said next a lot. Anyway, I'm gonna say Brandon Cooks. I like Ooh, him, but uh, you know it's Houston. But also, <laughs> but also it's kind of gross. Like yeah. Houston, someone on Houston has to be valuable with Deshaun Watson. You'd think that you would we... think. <laughs> and I'm gonna take the shot. It's gonna be Brandon Cooks. Like Brandon Cooks has been kind of in a rough patch the last couple years, but before he got to the Rams, like when he was on the Saints and even on New England, he was pretty awesome. All he does is produce. Yeah, I and, think it could work with a good connection with. Um... Watson. They, yeah, they and that's somebody. what I'm banking on. And, like, with Will Fuller never being able to play, Randall Cobb, who they paid for whatever reason. Also doesn't really play that often. He also doesn't play that often. And then um, Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills, who is still there. Also doesn't play all this also, time. Yeah, and he, honestly, neither does Brandon Cooks. It's a weird situation over there. So if I'm going to take a shot on any Houston's wide receiver out of the four, I'm taking it with Brandon Cooks. I mean, I 100% agree if that's who you're going to take a... He, he's just... No, you don't pay for him at all. He's very... Oh, he's... He's being roll, like, given away. Like, they just... Yeah. They're, they're giving you anything. They're just like, please take him. Please. So, it's like... You'd think there's going to be some value there. I hope there's going to be value there. But for the most part, I'm probably just going to be, like, sticking away. Like, I don't mind him on my bench, but... Oh, yeah. He's I'm gonna, not very yeah. excited. I'm he's still kind of very similar to, like, the Golden Tate situation over there. It's just, like, someone is going to be getting the ball in that situation... Yeah. And Watson's I, good too. Watson's gonna right. Produce. I like Watson yeah. more than I like uh, Danny Dimes. Yeah, Danny Dimes. So it's just like it's just not gonna work as long as they get the as long as they can actually like keep people off of Watson this year and just let him throw the ball. So because I don't Bleach. like it as much of like getting as much like chucking the ball up to Brandon Cooks. I like chucking the ball up to Jeff like, <laughs> Robbins. Yeah. Do they get anybody on that line besides? Uh, I know they extended uh, Tunsil, right? Well, they had to extend Tunsil. Well, yeah, they, they had to no trade ch- an arm and a leg, but like I don't um, think they even improved that line really. It wasn't anything. I don't think anything crazy. Even they picked up somebody. No, they right. literally got. They just extended. They got out. a fourth round tackle, and oh, wow. no one else. So that's going to be still pretty tough over there. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I still, I still would enjoy Brandon. Not enjoy, but like I still be someone on that offense. It's a high flying offense. Yeah, it just it might be one of those like very much a uh, carousel type of deal where it's like kind of like the running backs in uh, San Francisco where it's like he's going to score, he's going to score, he's going to score, he's going to score. It might be something like that. So consistency might be an issue but yeah see how it goes all right so my uh my second guy is hollywood for marquise brown and uh i just just like the ravens offense right now they 
he's really, really fast in the field. He got seven touchdowns as a rookie. They're kind of a burst, kind of like bursty though. But I don't know. He's gonna. You he should get a little more yardage this year. He should be more involved. He should play some more. He was injured. He had that Liz Frank injury coming out of college, so they limited him almost the whole year. Should play with higher snap percentages. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets 800, 900 yards, and you know, hopefully he gets another seven touchdowns. And it's like that's a really useful guy for fantasy. But you don't another guy you don't have to pay for at all. It's like he's just. I like him down there. I think he's one of the. I think he's the best guy down there that you don't have to pay for at all, in my opinion. Like I would take him over, over anybody we've said so far. Well, he's you got to pay him as a three. I don't think he's going that cheap. No, he is though. Scotty got him in like his fifth wide receiver earlier. You can get him pretty. Like he's late. only a bench okay. guy. Yeah, like he's okay. not even. Uh, I think he has some value in it, but it, overall, it's not like uh, you're getting him for a nice price for him having a which, lot of like high flying potential. But I just think his his ceiling. I mean, his off floor is just is zero. But he has a high. He's right, a high, but the, you're just he, you don't have to draft him as a starter though. So it's like three weeks in, if he's you know hit twice already, it's mm-hmm. like okay, I can start playing him now. And then right. Well, you're drafting the number one, drafting the number one wide receiver. On that, well, yeah, number one wide receiver, not target, but wide receiver, on a team that had the number one quarterback last year, it just it does make sense to do. It's just, yeah, like you're not gonna take any chance. Like you know, Mark Andrews obviously gonna probably be a stud, but you're not looking at any other Ravens wide receiver and being like, oh, that guy might right. take a chance with him. Like the need for Snead is dead. Like I love that saying, but Willie Snead hey, is not man. gonna. <laughs> yeah. And plus, like, I do agree with Mitch. I think his snap percentage is going to be higher than it was last year. It kind of was all over the place a little bit. But I do like – I think the Ravens' offense might be a little too unpredictable for me. But I do think, like, the shot on Brown, it's like – it makes sense to me. Like, I understand why you would like that. So my next my – my final guy I want to talk about is Emmanuel Sanders. Now, Emmanuel Sanders, I liked a lot how he was in uh, San Francisco. It just like obviously they weren't that much; they're not a passing team really. But he had a lot of big bursts. You know, I, he's a guy last year coming in. I loved him last year as a sleeper the entire year because he immediately he's, traded him though. I didn't immediately trade him. That's pretty fast. I, I traded him a little bit later when he wasn't doing as good. Like, really, it was a pretty good trade until he ended up like coming back to haunt me in the playoffs. I mean, it was for Sony Michelle. I don't know if I consider that a good trade. I didn't need him, though, at the time. <laughs> but nobody needed Sony Michelle last year. I had three running backs. I had nothing. So that was just an ugly situation. Yeah. I think that was even with uh, having Joe Mixon still. Just Joe Mixon just not doing anything. No, <laughs> that was... I had him in you that You had that league. one? Oh, okay. I, I tried to league. trade for him also. Yeah, I can't even remember what leagues I had Joe Mixon in. I can't, can't keep these leagues straight anymore. But I like him a lot with just being on Drew Brees' team. That, again, I just think that whole division is just going to be scoring and scoring and scoring. So he's... The third to fourth target on that team, depending on your feelings on Jared Cook, towards the goal line, he's obviously the four, but just to get downfield, and a lot of that target's going to be on. He can still get open being a number one, and so him being a number two, he's sitting in a good spot, and again, he's another guy you're getting dirt cheap with still a lot of potential. Yeah, I can't argue too much. I do think he's going to be the fourth option. I like Jared Cook to not repeat what he did. Like, I like Jared Cook. I think he's. I think that Sanders is going to be the four on that team. I think the number one wide receiver, the number one running back target in Kamara, and the number one tight end. I think that trio is going to be the bulk of the work. Yeah, touchdown wise, I don't see much, but I could still. I, I'm thinking leaning more towards yards and just enough catches, like just to kind of like average out. I think so, Sanders helps the Saints more than the Saints help Sanders for fantasy. Like I think he's just a 
good addition to a good like, team. Like I think that helps Breeze a lot. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I don't yeah, I don't I don't know how much it's actually helps Sandu. I don't know how much value he's going to have. I don't hate looking at him, but it's like again, he's just not in an like an opportune spot. He, but I do want I do want to say this. I kinda alluded to this either a couple shows ago when we talked about Ridley. Oops. I do like Sanders in those matchups against the Bucks and the Falcons. Like those games like that's the NFC South that's true. The NFC South matchups are just gonna be electric this upcoming year. So that yeah, is it a, is a point. It's gonna be tough to argue. Like there there's definitely gonna be a lot of scoring in that division. And you know honestly that whole um you mean you get into the next division with um what is that this is that the East the with division? uh no, going to the East where they, some people are going to have to play like the Rams and some of that still. It's NFC West. West? Okay, I, I couldn't remember what they were. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that, that whole division, too, that's going to be scoring, too, with the, the Rams, the Seahawks, Niners, Niners, and Cardinals. Cardinals. Like, I mean, if you're playing any of them, which I'm pretty confident they are, it's just, it, that's just going to be crazy. Like, oh you're going to be scoring a ton until you insane. end up playing the Cowboys and the. You're still going to score a lot in the Cowboys. So long story short, your entire team should be from the NFC South and West. Pretty much. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah. <laughs> so right, um, we can end the show now. <laughs> <laughs> we're not needed anymore. Yeah, let like uh, just give them the best advice. My last uh, honorable mention wide receiver is Jameson Crowder from the Jets. I am the I hated the Jets last year. Like I did not want any part to do with them, but I did have Crowder on a bench in one league. He was awesome. For PPR... You knew you were getting eight receptions almost every week out of him. It was disgusting to watch, if I'm being honest. It would just be like, <laughs> Sam Donald would call hike, and then Crowder would le- legitimately just do a flat or a drag, and he would just get the ball thrown to him. Like, Didn't he have like 14 receptions one game or something? Oh, yeah. Like, it's, mm-hmm. just, it's disgusting yeah. for like 12 yards, basically. It, it was disgusting. Yeah. But tons of points. But tons of tons points. Heads up, yeah, and especially that PPR league. Especially with them not – like they had a Denzel Mims in the draft – but other than that, no one took Crowder's targets. Yeah, like, no. like if Quincy and Uwa can play, maybe I'd be more concerned. But like, yeah, I don't think he is playing. Yeah, he's they're, got, they're, he's they're leaning issue. way towards not playing. He's got so, a real problem. Yeah, he's gonna get it. I mean, like the Jets are just a better team overall. It just I would like it. They have a better quarterback over there. But Sam Darnold, the MVP. non-future MVP, not. Yeah, I said not. Okay, just make it sure. The non-future MVP. <laughs> non-non-future MVP. Is just he Cover just med. doesn't have <laughs> does not have what it takes I think but you're right he, he's gonna get a bunch of catches and there, stuff of that it just you you're playing you're playing a dangerous game I think with that team well overall. I I think it's not as dangerous because I think the the product the production of targets is gonna be there because like, basically yeah last year nothing's gonna ch- nothing really changed a whole lot that's gonna prevent. Crowder from doing what he did last year. Right. If he's on the field, he's probably going to get a lot of targets. And I think their offense is going to be better, which I'm not saying that's going to make him I hope. better. It was but bad. it's like, yeah, I know. So it's like, if they're on the field a little bit longer, he should get a little more opportunity. Same thing with Bell. And so it's like, I think the Jets are going to be a little better this year. So Crowder should have some relevance again, which is pretty gross. <laughs> I guess I can see it. All right. So my last guy is, uh, is Tyler Boyd. It's you know it sounds a little weird coming out when you're talking about AJ Green should be coming back with a rookie quarterback and a guy they just drafted, but I mean I view him almost like Michael Gallup before they drafted uh, CD Lamb. Like he he's the two on a good team. Burrow's definitely not going to be able to uh, T Higgins support. No, Burrow is not going to be able to support like both oh. of them as like top tier fantasy options, but like. Boyd's gonna have a ton of value. He's a veteran, not a veteran, but like he's he, he's good in the system. Not nah, you can call him a veteran. No, he's yeah. a vet. All right, well he's good in the system. 
But he's just, just a he's just a number two guy. He's a number two vet. Like, yeah, so it's like I'm trying to think of another guy that's like good number. They can just Marvin two Jones. Vet. I still yeah Marvin Jones. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, so it's like he could they know where they're playing. They can help out a lot of the rookies still. Mm-hmm. But like overall, they're just kind of just on the team. They're not going to hurt you though. They right. Can't. So yeah, it's like I don't. You're not. You're probably not going to play him every week, especially if AJ Green comes back. But I mean, if AJ Green's not AJ Green. Tyler Boyd's going to be better than AJ Green this year, and that's but even unfortunate in that situation, like AJ Green could end up getting still end up start taking some of that attention, and Tyler Boyd might get should still get open then because right. he he showed a lot of potential still with being the number one guy last two, year. I mean, two back to back thousand yard years is not nothing to sneeze at, right? Especially like, on the Bengals, it does help when he does help with. Uh, AJ, I don't know if it actually. I'm not even sure if it helps or hurts him with AJ Green gone. I have no idea. I mean, I would, kind of, it's like it's just a neutral situation. Like it doesn't matter would, what happens. It gives I would him think more the offense as a whole would be better. Oh, yeah, offense right. as a whole, it definitely is. AJ His Green stats might go. But, yeah, but Tyler Boyd is fantasy. It's kind of like a weird situation there. Yeah, right. But, yeah, I like him, but I mean, I'm not I'm not dying to get him or anything. But if he's there, he's I'll probably, pretty cheap right now. Right, I'll probably take him take him at a risk. Okay. All right. Well, that concludes the honorable mentions for the wide receivers. I think okay. we threw in a lot of good guys. Now, you guys putting in any like money towards a lot of these guys at the end of the draft? Are these all pretty much $1 to $3? These are things? all basically $1. If you like someone specific, you can put a couple extra bucks their way, but this is dollar I mean, bench, guys. Yeah, it's basically point. taking a dollar, dollar. Unless you have like money at the end of the draft and you're like, I, you have the money to be like, I want $5 on whatever guy mm-hmm. just to make sure you get them. If you have like the highest one, but that's the only reason you're going to go up more than like $2 on these guys. Like, Say you want the uh, Michael Hardman. Just for the one game, he's going right. to score like two seventy-five yard touchdowns. Put four bucks on him, and it's like, all right, cool, he's mine. Yeah, that's really about it. But yeah, it's pretty much at this rate. You're just you're betting a dollar to two bucks, and then you're just or you're wasting the rest of your money. I'm moving on to yeah. I'm moving on to the next guy. If if I if I only have a two dollar high like high bid or whatever like max bid, and someone bids like three bucks, it's like oh darn. Like I'm just yeah. dime a dozen at that. At and that most of these the guys, half of these guys are going to get cut after week one anyway. So you right. have, might have a chance to get them it's like afterwards. Right. So. All right, well, let's get into the tight ends uh, rankings. Coming in at number one in our consensus rankings, we have Travis Kelsey. We all have him ranked at one. It could have been tight, was tight one, but we'll get to him. You know, <laughs> a little bit of a teaser. Jeez. But I, Kelsey's at a number one. Clearly, you got to pay for him. He's pretty much a wide receiver overall. I got him at thirty-five bucks, but I just, I just don't like it, honestly. <laughs> it, where I'm at with tight ends is just it's not fully worth picking. It feels you gross. Might, something like the three, like three, four, five is more the range of tight ends I want because you're just having to draft. You're drafting him in like a tight end in the second, third wheel. It just gets a little bit ugly. I'd rather get my running back situated and then get a nice wide receiver to start it off. I don't want my tight end to be my number one wide receiver. I don't hate if my tight end's my number one wide receiver. But I don't. I don't really like that. I would prefer, you know, more of a slightly less downgrade. But it is really gross to pay that much for Travis Kelsey. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do that. Like he's definitely gonna be worth it. But I just don't know. He should get more touchdowns this year, though. So there's a positive where it's like you could pay for it, and he could exceed what you pay for. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I hate just banking. Feels... I hate banking on touchdowns. It gets it gets starts getting scary. Right. And but... with tight ends, it's so hard to not bank on touchdowns. Right. They, 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 that's where they're all their value. Well, but you don't have different. to with Kelsey at all. Yeah. Kelsey's, yeah. Kelsey's different. He's a safety net. He's like, he's like an awesome like just stack. Like mm-hmm. that's where you get a little bit more. But then here's the thing: it's really tough to stack Kelsey and really st- tough to stack. Especially in a draft, in an auction, it's possible, but it's almost impossible to stack Kelsey and 
Mahomes in a uh, standard. standard league. Yeah. It's tough to stack Mahomes in general because nobody wants you to have that. You, have you can do a Mahomes it. and you can do a Mahomes and Hill, but you're you're picking Mahomes pretty early. Yeah. I mean, you're paying for it. That's you're the paying issue. for Mahomes, and you're losing that position player you could get in place. Right. Of so him. it's like the stack is. I mean, I think a Mahomes stack is probably worth it, but it's tough. Mahomes yeah. is like the only one I'm willing to pay like get him the, the quarterback show but like I, i'm not against it. if you get him for like 30 bucks you're taking the risk that you are hoping for another 40 plus touchdown a year and just a ton of yards but yeah you stack it up it can just it can win you some a lot of weeks probably gonna get 40 touchdowns <laughs> yeah. i got kelsey at 40 bucks i'm not as hesitant to pay for kelsey this year because i think you're able especially with some of the later round wide receivers i think you're able to like pay for one wide receiver and then get a bunch of value lower guys who could outperform their value to kind of supplement what you paid in kelsey so i'm not too worried about paying for him i like i said i paid 40 bucks and i do think he's gonna outproduce the six touchdowns from last year and you know i am a mahomes guy i love him and he's just anyone connected to Mahomes. I'm like, I'm in. I like him. And Kelsey's a beast anyway. Right. Yeah. I don't think eight touchdowns like crazy to say, but I, after after the eight touchdown mark is where I start being like, all right, you can't project this again. Right. Like, it just like mm-hmm. it starts yeah. being a lot. I mean, if you give him, I mean, even if you conservatively give him 1,100 yards and like six touchdowns or seven touchdowns, it's like that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Still, like yeah. it's still one of the few a few guys ridiculous that's getting a thousand yards pretty much every year. I think he got it all, but. I think maybe 2015 was his last one. He didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, or maybe he got like 900 or some of that. But he's always right up there. He and was it's just in a nice spot. In 2015 and 2014, he had 870 yards both years. And then every other year has been 1,000. Yeah, so, and that's pretty much right when Patrick Mahomes started coming to the picture. So, Kelsey was a one, or uh, no. Smith, Smith was one year. <laughs> Alex Smith. Smith for like two years, Smith, I think. Smith was there a couple years. He was there. Mahomes two came years. in in 2018. Yeah, 2018. So, 18, yeah, 17 19, to 16 for. 1100 for 2016 and 10, uh, mm-hmm. 1020. Smith liked him a lot. Smith was a good quarterback, yeah. he was a good fan, especially for fantasy. It's just he, he said, wasn't well, a he big only really game had guy. one fantasy year. No, he just well, he was good for his weapons, he just wasn't a big game guy. Like, he couldn't. Well, the last year, Alex Smith was life. in well, the he last year, injured, he, no, last year he was in Kansas City, he was really good for fantasy. I felt right. so good about that, and you, this guy didn't even get to hear it. What did you say? I called uh, Alex Smith Drew Brees light can't win the big game. <laughs> this, is, this is not that. that is not, I don't want to get into that right now. We'll probably get into this whole debate on this quarterback show. <laughs> oh boy! But to be continued. Yeah. We'll end this Kelsey debate and going number two in our consensus ranking with George Kittle. It's not we all got him ranked at two. Again, I got him high. I got him at about thirty. I got him thirty bucks. I just don't, again, I just don't love, tight ends get a little bit iffy for me. Even if you are the most elite guy, like you're paying for a wide receiver two, one and a half kind of ish guy with that price. And there's just too many potential for under 10 point games with it. And I just, I can't take that risk. I'll take the risk with the wide receiver because it's a little bit higher, but I just don't think the ceilings is high for any of the top uh, any guys you're getting for 30 bucks, the ceiling's significantly higher for the wide receiver than it is for the tight end. See, I'm kind of on the opposite train. I'm willing to pay for these top two tight ends, and the tight ends like three through like five or six, I don't really – I personally am probably not going to target them too much because I'd rather pay – I'd rather pay the extra 10 bucks to make sure I get a guy who I know is going to be awesome as opposed to a guy who – 
is probably going to be awesome, but there's a bit of a question mark. And Kittle is one of those guys. I'd pay 30 bucks for him. On a team where the targets are kind of hard to predict, his targets are going to be there no matter what. He'll see 1,000 yards again. Oh, yeah. absolutely. If I could get Kittle for $25, I won't even hesitate. That's a good like, price. That's a good price for him. Right. But I so feel like, like paying an extra five bucks is not that. But it hurts. It, the it three, hurts. The three makes it look weird. I just don't like I, it. At twenty five, I think's the my high I'm going on. I might. Yeah. I don't really like twenty bucks. Is like where I'm at, and that number wise, that's a very nice number to pay. But there's only two other guys in this list that you're basically right. worth going twenty dollars on. The rest is just like I just you're playing the playing it by ear. I don't know. I think you can get. One of the next two guys for cheap, a lot cheaper than you get the, uh, Kittle and Kelsey, and that's one of the reasons I kind of want to wait. But I, I've never taken a tight end like that, so you know, one of these years I'm gonna take a tight end real high like this, and I don't think it's gonna be this year, but never know. Like they're, they're good enough where it's like they're, they're worth the risk. If it's there, you might just have to do it. Okay. Uh, that seems like it's it. I don't think that. Well, they're just not gonna disappoint. I don't think fully. Like those two guys are. They're gonna you. You're, you're gonna, gonna get, get what you, what you for. I don't. I don't want to pay for it, but it just—they're gonna give you what you pay. Yeah, for. I don't think it's just enough. I don't think it's enough points for like the top for my thir- like for thirty bucks. I just, I just don't see it. You haven't been stressed out enough about tight ends yet. <laughs> but I, I like them more in the rounds. Like, I mean, like the earliest I want to take a tight end is like the fourth round, and then you're not getting these guys in the fourth on a consistent basis. You're not gonna get Kittle in the fourth. Not this year. <laughs> not this year. So coming into three in our consensus <laughs> rankings is Zach Ertz. I have him ranked at four. I still don't think you said it right. Mitch, <laughs> no, he said it right. And right. Mitch and Spencer coming in at three. All right, we're good. He's a consistent guy. He's very consistent. Uh, number one target on that team. The <laughs> only guy that can actually stay healthy on the team. It's kind of awesome. He's just pretty basic. He's kind of basic though. He just does his. He does his job. <laughs> No, I isn't. I don't think he did anything like really crazy last year. It's just more just. But he's always there. He gets you that. He can get you that ten point, nice little base, great value in fantasy. PPR monster. I like the Eagles a lot. I'm all in on Ertz. I'm gonna take him as much as I can, just because. I don't know. If people have a sour taste in their mouth because he didn't produce early in the year or what. But like he's going behind the guy after this, who I don't like as much, and it's like, he's just going where it's like I would rather take him. Like it. Ertz is going in the spot where like the draft gets kind of weird, and you're like, oh, "This guy's kind of gross. This guy's kind of gross." And it's like, "I'll take Ertz there." And it's like, "I'm gonna do it every time." I'm an Eagle. I like I like the Eagles. I like Ertz. It's hard for me to argue. I, I'm a little biased in this one. Yeah. Again, I think the Eagles are overrated, but I think Ertz is gonna be good. Ertz is the guy in that team that's not. Nah, He's not I don't overrated. Think Sanders overrated either, but I just think yeah, Ertz is 100 percent not overrated. But the team yeah. as a whole is just somehow ends up just being overrated. Yeah, I don't get it either, but yeah, it's true. Division. I mean, it's true. But uh, I think Ertz, the way I view it is like in tiers, I think Kelsey and Kittle are on their own tier, and Z- and Ertz is on the top of the next tier for me. I like him. This is where, like I said earlier, I'd rather pay for Kittle or Kelsey. This is I'm probably sticking away from Ertz this year, but like he is, you're not going to be upset starting Earths like ever like you might be like oh I wish he got me a little bit of points but like he won't disappoint you most weeks so I don't got a whole lot to say I pay like twenty bucks for him yeah he's that guy that's just like he's in that nice spot he's worth he's worth the money but again like you lose him you lose him you just go you kind of move on like that's how I kind of feel about all these tight ends in this draft it's just like I have my price for him I don't like to budge on tight ends price as much it's not a tight end I'm 
in love with this year where I was like, oh, I need to pay 20 bucks for him. I need to get this guy. I need to get this guy. Like, I, if I, I, I miss this guy, I'm going to be like, move on to the next guy. Yeah. Except one specific guy. And I'm still not going to overpay him. <laughs> if someone bid me up on it, I'll be like, okay, I'll go get the next guy. Tyler's, Tyler's going to have Hayden Hurst on his team for sure. It's fun. It doesn't bother me one bit. It's like, if I lose him, I lose him. I think he's going to do good, but it's like, I'm not overspending on any tight end. So, yeah. I don't got a whole lot to say here. These top guys are pretty easy. They're all going to be good. <laughs> right. All right. Well, then, number four in our consensus rankings is Mark Andrews. I have him ranked at three, and Mitch and Spencer both at four. I like him I don't a like. little bit more. <laughs> I like him a little bit more than Hurts, only because nah, there's a couple reasons, I guess. But I liked his production you last had him year. For one. I had him for one. <laughs> and it always gives you a little bit of fancy boost from last year because you got him really late last year. I had no hope in him at all. I was like, oh man, I don't have a tight end. Now let's get this guy a shot. The- Turned out to be a great pick. I loved him. We heard about it a lot. Got a lot of <laughs> got a lot of tight ends or a lot of touchdowns last year with ten. I don't see him getting ten again. It's a crazy amount. But I still see him getting seven pretty pretty easy. Possibly eight. And where I really want what I want to see is I think he can get a thousand yards this year, especially with losing the one tight end in Hayden Hurst. They lose him. They didn't steal a ton. I think he stole like three hundred yards and maybe a touchdown or two. But I think that's just going to help him out enough to where I think he can get that little bit of a boost. And I think he's the number one target on that team over Hollywood Brown. And that's just the route they go. Just kind of just roll out, throw it to the tight end. Yeah, I like Andrews. He deserves this spot of being at four. His touchdown count to me is a little concerning because I don't think he's going to get 10 again. I think 6-7 is probably the range I put him at. The departure of Hurst, I think, helps him keep helps keep him more involved because his snap count last year was a little like it was a little sporadic it was crazy low yeah like for a guy that like got for a that guy who touchdowns. finished how high as high as he did his snap count doesn't like project that yeah that was his like little like he was always tweaked like he had just something wrong with him the whole week he never you know, practiced. Like, oh, i don't know if he's gonna play i don't know if he's gonna play i don't know if he's gonna play. oh cool he's gonna touch that <laughs> like, yeah. that's just how it worked out every week like the most the snap share his biggest snap share on the year was 58 percent for a you. top, like he was, he, he finished as top two. Tight end two? Yeah, tight end two. Yeah, he, that's. He targets up too. Yeah, like it two. is in the 30s, 40s, a lot more than it is the 50s. But yeah, it's not he's on the field, but when he is on the field, he's getting the ball, like throwing to him. I know, but I'm just concerned. Because again, going back to the point, I kind of brought it up with Hollywood. I think the targets and the offense is going to be a little sporadic in terms of throwing weapons. So that's why I have him. Like I still think he's going to be awesome, but like when I compare him to Ertz, I'm going to take Ertz because I know what I'm getting with him. That's how I feel about Ertz. I actually, when I was looking at my rankings earlier this week, I wanted to move Mark Andrews down because I just couldn't. I don't know. I, I just don't. I don't have the belief in him. I don't know what it is, but like I just, I just don't think he's going to repeat it. So I was trying to move him down, and he just did too good this year where I can't. Now I'm in this weird spot where I don't think he's very good, but his stats say he's pretty good, so I don't know what to think about Mark Andrews at all right now. But I don't want him on any of my teams, if I'm being honest. I just I don't know what to think. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know if he's going to repeat. I don't know if he's going to do worse. He could do better. Like I just don't have any clue what he's going to do because he's on, a, he's on a really good team, and all his stats are weird. Like It doesn't make sense. I don't see him do. getting better. Like I but think he, he's going to be the field, comparable. Though, he could be better. Like. I mean, he could get a ton of yards. Yeah, he, they, but look like, what it's just like, weird. Said, like, look what they did. They liked using the tight ends last year. I mean, he got a ton of deep targets. I don't know what to think about 
Mark Andrews. Yeah, I'm not too concerned about it. I still think you can get a th- I think you can get a thousand seventy catches and seven TDs, and I'm not too. That's concerned a crazy. About it. That's a pretty crazy year. That's why I ended up yeah. kind of like looking at him, and and that's about the same number of catches that he got last year. It's like the same number of or it's six it's six more catches playing a one game lost out on seven touchdowns and he gets an extra 150 yards. That's on three touchdowns. Or minus yeah, three touchdowns. <laughs> but I don't I don't think it's that crazy. I think I like the connection they had last year. So I like him. If the yardage if the yardage goes up, he's going to be dominant. He's right. going to be freaky good if his yardage goes up. Right. And I got yeah. I mean I'm willing this guy I would either pay 20 bucks for. I I'd, I'd feel more comfortable paying for Mark Andrews than I would for Ertz. But Mark Andrews is going to have a couple more I think sporadic weeks. But I think overall, the higher ceiling is with Mark Andrews than it is with Ertz. I can agree with that, but I'll take the floor with Ertz in I'll, that situation. I'm taking Ertz too, but yeah, the ceiling is definitely higher. I just next year if Ertz, not Ertz, if like if Andrews does it again, like this year, I'm all in on Andrews. I just don't. He did it one year on like on a team that was insane. Like I don't know what they're gonna right. do this year. So it's like. I want to see it again this year, and if he has another good year, it's like, all right, he's a rock solid guy. That guy's going to be one of the top guys now. Yeah, if he does, if he repeats again this year, he's going to be a problem for he's a top, long time. He's as long top as he stays four, healthy. top yeah. three, top four. Lock. Yeah, injury is a little bit. The injury's he didn't get injured, but like, just, I don't like being on that report. You can't yeah. be on a report yeah. for fourteen out of your sixteen games to play. <laughs> Actually, yeah. up at fifteen. I'm pretty but. sure he practiced like four days this year. Like, he practiced before yeah. the season started, and they're like, hey, you have every day off besides Sundays. And he just kept performance. That was well done. <laughs> All right, going into number five in our consensus rankings, we have Darren Waller. I am at five, Mitch at five, and Spencer at six. Someone else want to start on this guy? I'll go ahead. I had Waller from last year, and he was awesome. Like, in terms of... In my one league, we draft probably 20 rounds. We have a ridiculously large bench. We have no waivers. It is ridiculous. I got him with like my second or third last pick because I'm like, I've been hearing reports that like he could actually be something and had Greg Olson, who just can never stay healthy. And Darren Waller was a man. Like he was just great. The one thing, there's a couple things I want to make point of. One, he scored three touchdowns. Crazy. Which is ridiculous for how much he was on the field and how much he was used. I really, I, he's got to score at least six or seven this year. Like he can, he, I don't think he'll score three again. Like that is ridiculous. To I think me. six is a good number. I think seven, you're starting to get a little. bit Six high. is a good number. Yeah, <laughs> I do think. Derek Carr hate over there. Part of his success last year Raiders was <laughs> part of his success from last year was based on the Raiders having lack of targets because AB pulled an AB and just was gone right off the rip. Hunter Renfro started to emerge, but then got hurt. I think with the addition of Rugs and some of their other rookies, I don't, I don't know about Rugs though. He's in the. I know he's more of a right deep. Now. Oh yeah, right now we don't. If Rugs might not be healthy, so that might boost Darren Waller's status. I have no idea what's going on with yeah, Rugs. I mean, there was a report. The guys is another favorite target. Like honestly, every guy we've said in this list so far, their favorite target is their tight end. Like these are the quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the Patrick Mahomes a little bit, but like it is, it's still Kelsey. It's still Kelsey. It's still Kelsey. Just, Hill is a bigger playmaker, so that's just yeah. he gets more attention. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I like Waller this year. The only thing that can kind of scare me away from him is if the Raiders take a dip, and if Gruden shows like, "Hey Mariota, why don't you go in there?" That is, it's the second that happens. <laughs> 
Waller dies. Like, he is uh, just... You know, though, I'm not sure if that actually fully kills him, though. Delaney Walker was pretty awesome. I mean, Delaney Walker, yeah, I guess, but, like... Oh. It, doesn't, it doesn't take much to be a good tight end, man. A, yeah. Darren Waller, his 1,000-yard year, I don't think is crazy again. Like, I think he could do it again. Mm-hmm. I think his floor is, like, 900 yards. Yeah, I, I like where he's... I like exactly where he's at. Um, I, yeah, touchdowns I'm still a little bit concerned about. I just don't know who's scoring over there. Josh just, Jacobs, but he didn't even score. No one scored last year for the Raiders. It was yeah. whoever the other team was. That's who scored for the Raiders. Like they didn't score that much on offense. Like they, no right. one did. Like Josh Jacobs had a ridiculous year. I don't think I mean, he had a couple touchdowns. But I don't think he was like he didn't pop off for touchdowns either. Yeah, I don't know. But so, yeah, they're just down to the, the Raiders team. Just does not scream to me this year for big big fantasy. And Josh Jacobs, I do like. I think they're going to be. But I don't know if he's even screaming it. for me. I just think he's just like, hey, I'm here. It's like. I'm right here. I'm gonna be good. I'm very good for you, but like, you don't have to draft me if you don't want to. It's like it's okay. You you pick your fight. He's definitely yelling at me. So Darren Waller, I don't think like he kind of just starts dropping off the price wise on him. Yeah, there's a big price to, drop. I'm going down to eight, eight to ten bucks on him. It's just it's not even, it's just not worth it overall. He's probably the last guy where he's worth going up to double digits on. Yeah. After that, you're you're basically playing for all right. Who's gonna score this week? I don't. I'm not out on there. I don't know if he's going to be on any of my teams because he's going in this like kind of a middle ground where it's like like a no man's land where I'm just not I'm just not looking at tight ends when he's going. Right. Like I haven't even accidentally gotten him in any of our mocks. Like he's just gone every time I look at tight ends. Like so it's like I just don't think I'm going to have him. I think he's going to have a good year, and I just think I'm going to miss out again. And I'm not I'm not that worried about it. It's just tight ends are so gross. Yeah. At this point, this is like. Like Scotty said, the price drop off. I'm like at six bucks for Darren Waller. Like this is the point where I'm just I'm taking I'm not taking any of these dudes in the middle. I'll take my shot with one of these late round potential high high ceiling dudes. I have ten dollars for Waller, by the way. That was my last guy that double digits as well. Mm-hmm. There's a big drop off to Waller, and then there's a huge drop off after Waller. Right. He's just Waller has a ceiling, and that's the only reason you're going to pay ten dollars for him. Like there's no one like no one on that t- team is currently demanding targets over like. I mean, Renfro might be a little PPR machine, like how Crowder is, but it's like no one is good enough to demand targets away from Waller. So yeah, like, like, this if is the he's last, good, he's going to be good. This is the last guy, I think, out of the tight ends who could hit 1,000 yards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So going into six in our consensus rankings, we have Jared Cook. That's a little cool. I am ranked at eight, Mitch at seven, and Spencer at five. Spencer, you're high in this guy. What's going on? I do like Jared Cook. Part of it is I had him last year, and he was awesome. He scores touchdowns that aren't touchdowns, so Score. I think he could be like the number one. <laughs> Like, I don't know why. It's, yeah, the touchdown yeah, wasn't a touchdown. He's another guy. Do you bank on that touchdown? Though. Yeah, you are banking on touchdowns. But I think, honestly, he could. I don't like so like I said, I don't like to base it off touchdowns. But I think Jared Cook could very easily repeat his touchdowns from last year. He's going to be a nice weapon for Drew Brees in the red zone. Just a big guy who can catch. And that Drew Brees liked him at the end of the year. Yeah, because him and. Because, like, he signed just this last year. And, like, it, like, he had a rough first half of the year. But then the second half of the year, it really looked like him and Breeze had a nice thing going. It opened up quite a bit. Yeah, for he him. finished. He finished the year really good, which does give me a lot of hope for him overall. But it's just like, well, will it happen? Will it not? I just yeah. I, don't know. This, I have him ranked that high because I think he can do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much I'm gonna pay for him. I'll probably pay a probably the same price I would for Waller because you know I got those two guys are very similar to me like Waller's the safer option and I think Cook could be the more explosive option cuz with you know whenever yeah. you're connected to Drew Brees good things usually happen for you mm-hmm. and like I so, talked about before with the Saints the Bucks and the Falcons just all those games are going to be smash 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 plays 
And I think Jared Cook. Like, yeah, it could be it. I think yeah, the red awesome. zone, I, I, where I think some of these touchdowns are going to get stolen from is uh, Kamara wasn't really on it last year. Kamara 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 if, yeah. if Kamara starts yeah. getting girl, uh, red zone touchdowns, it's uh, a problem. Cook could be out with touchdowns. I think, I think Latavius Murray's touchdowns, most of them go to Kamara and then Cook will keep his. I hope all of Jason Mills' touchdowns go to Kamara. I hope he gets zero <laughs> touchdowns. <laughs> like, I hope they paid him to sit on the bench. That's what I want. But, but I mean, I don't... I'm just... I'm a little bit in the middle. Like, a lot of these tight ends, it's just like, this guy has potential. Like, for the most... Basically, the rest of this list is just like, meh. I think this guy's okay. This guy's okay. This guy's also okay. Like, that's really all tight ends are at this point. There's a very large drop-off. I, I like him most more than most of the other guys, but, I mean, he's not... He's not going to be worth an overspend. Like, if he gets taken, it's, again, you just move on to the next guy. There's no worries. Like Yeah. Right. So, going to number seven in our consensus ranking is Hunter Henry. I'm ranked at seven, Mitch at eight, and Spencer at seven. So, now we're starting to get in tight ends that you just don't know if they're going to play or not. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of like this next segment of the podcast. But, Hunter Henry, I think he's going to be, could be a still nice, really nice safety net for, um, Really nice safety net for. Uh, Dude, if you remember the name. Eddie Tor. Uh, we're trying to think. There's uh, Tyra Taylor and then there's uh, Justin Herbert. Hey. So there's both of those guys over there. And I was Justin, just trying to think of, like who I wanted to say first. And the real Justin Jackson is on the Chargers, by the way. Yeah. So <laughs> I just I think he's a nice safety net. Eckler is still like the ultimate safety net, but then there's still there's still Hunter Henry down there. I think in like the goal line he could be used pretty well, but he just I I like where he's at. He's a very blah option. <laughs> just like I very much agree with that. <laughs> it's like like kinda like I'm the big Eckler guy here, and so I think whenever Tyrod or Herbert is in trouble, they'll look to Eckler. I do think Henry would be fine in the red zone. Like he'll probably be the top him and Allen would probably be the top two receiving options in the red zone. But and Mike Williams is pretty good there Mike, too, being giant. That yeah, that's also true. Yeah, he was messed. He, nah, he was banged up last year too. Not, he also not, didn't score at all last year. That's well, he was. I don't think he was super healthy. Also, Tyra, not Tyra Taylor. Philip Rivers was like a medicine ball last year. Yeah, for a football. I just think like with that in terms of and with coupled with his injury history, like Henry has just each year he's been playing has just played less and less games. And I'm just not confident in, at this point, this would be tight end seven. I'm not interested in paying up for what it would cost you to get him mm-hmm. at this point. I'd rather just wait and take a guy late. Yeah, I have legitimately zero interest in Hunter Henry. <laughs> like, he's going to, like, I can guarantee you he's not going to be on a single team I draft for, like, in the next multiple yeah, he, years. He just goes in a, he mm-hmm. just goes in a very weird spot. But what I, I want to bring up, it kind of goes into our next person in our consensus ranking as well, is next person in our consensus ranking is Evan Ingram. That was awesome. We just skipped over him so fast. That was just <laughs> like, get out of here. I'm not skipping over him. I want to talk about this. Oh, comparison. I have Evan Ingram at nine, Mitch at six, and Spencer at eight. Now, who do you like more between Hunter Henry and Evan Ingram? They're both... Highly injury-prone players. Talking about playing less and less games. I mean, at least Hunter Henry is getting, like, double-digit games. Like, last year, Evan Ingram got eight games. He had 11 before that, so it's still double digits. But it's still low. It's just... 
I just don't know who I like more. I'm taking Evan Ingram by a landslide. Hunter Henry cannot score a 70-yard touchdown, and Evan Ingram can. There's just not a lot of tight ends who could do that. I'm going to take the freaky tight end who could do things that other ones cannot, even if he is injury-prone. But I don't think either of them are going to be on my teams. But, I mean, I I think I like Evan Ingram way more. His ceiling, I think, is exponentially higher. Like, I don't know if Evan... Uh, I don't think Hunter Henry is finishing, like, top four. Evan Ingram on his game is going to finish top four. Yeah, if you tied me in a chair and forced me to pick one of these players, <laughs> I guess I would take Hunter Henry. But... I just, I have a personal, I will not draft Evan Ingram ever. I just refuse to do it. He can, like, when I say Hunter Henry can't stay healthy, Evan Ingram just can't. Like, I just, he's awesome when he can play, but you can play him, he'll play five snaps, and then get hurt, and then be gone. Hunter Henry, at least, will probably give you something before he goes out. He's played, like, seven snaps before his ACL explodes. Uh, yeah. But I guess I go Hunter Henry. I don't like either of them, honestly, that much, but I guess I go with Henry. Yeah, they, they put about, I mean, granted that Evan Ingram does play, has played less games, but every year they kind of play, they kind of put up, like, very similar numbers still, but it's also because Evan Ingram plays less games. So he's, <laughs> Evan Ingram is clearly more explosive, but I think Hunter Henry is a little bit safer of a pick. So I just think I'm leaning more towards Hunter Henry in this situation, but it is kind of ugly. Either situation, if you dra- if you happen to draft these guys, and I don't know if they say stay away from them. I would. Draft, I, I, I actually would say that. Stay away from both of them. But I think you do that. No, pick them up, but still draft someone. I would say draft someone a little bit later that you think could be if pretty you, decent. If you grab Egg, Evan Ingram and then, like, snag Gasicki, yeah, like I think like that. that's a sweet little combo because one of them could start hot, and then it's like, if you want to take the risk, you could even trade one of them if you want, or if Evan Ingram gets hurt, you just cut ties from him. And I got, like, five bucks for both of them. So if you get eight bucks for two tight ends, it's not really that... You're not going like that. Right, you're, not, crazy you're not overspending. Yeah, you're either spending thirty to forty on a tight end or five dollars. Yeah, oh, right. Not I much think of a difference. That spot is just where you're kind of good. But in that situation, I just kind of it's kind of weird. Yeah, you should almost just go with a fly guy and just because Evan Ingram's the clear number one target on that team. I mean, when he's on the field, he's a difference maker. He's just never yeah, on the field. Just, it's a problem. That's why I don't consider him the number one target because he can never stay on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. on the field. It's hard to argue that. <laughs> Yeah, so I think I'm I'm st- I'm gonna say I'm leaning Henry. Spencer, you said you're leaning Henry as well. Yeah, and Mitch, you're going Evan Ingram. Landslide, so. like down the hill, landslide. All right, flying way past Evan Ingram, not way past Hunter Henry because he's slow. <laughs> All right, well, going into number ten in our consensus rankings, we have oh, I should try to go to nine first. So coming in at number nine in our consensus ranking, we have <laughs> Tyler Higby. I have him ranked at six, Mitch at nine, and Spencer at eleven. I like this guy. I like really, him. do you? I do like you? the Rams' offense. Scotty, yeah, Scotty's really buying into the Rams. Just, I just think with losing Todd Gurley, I don't really care for their running backs. They didn't only have three. They're probably still going to try to run, but I think that team's just going to start going being down, and then it's just going to be all right. Let's throw the ball and let's throw the ball to everybody. I can't. It's going to be weird because they're in a tough division, and I don't think they're going to be that good. Like, I don't know what the Rams – I'm not really on the Rams train. Like, I don't I don't, I don't, know what they're going to do this year. Like, they're in a very they're weird – They're going to score. They're going to lose. They're still going to score. Right. And so they're going to be well, they a have very to. weird They spot. have no other choice. Right. <laughs> like, their defense is not going to be able to stop most people unless Aaron Donald has 30 sacks. Possible. Which, have you seen him shirtless? Very I, possible. I mean, <laughs> I guess. 
But the thing that makes me a little, like, I don't know what to do with Higby is because his first half, like, his first three quarters of the year and his weeks 13 through 17 are so different. Like that's what I that's what I like overall though. I like that it's different. Like I mean, you want that big pickup at the end of the year. That's where it's really nice. Because look at Jared Cook. I mean, Jared Cook's first Ever half was, of the year. Because Ever was injured though. Right. Like they they have a tight end and he did. I mean, he wasn't dominating. But I mean, he was very Ever, respectable. Ever was seasons. the guy before he got hurt. Yeah, and he was, was just he was very respectable for the first eight games. I did just say seasons, but no one caught that, thankfully. But no, for the yeah. first eight games, he was definitely like he was the guy. He produced well. Like, he wasn't killing the game or nothing, but like that's just, like just a so tight weird. End that, that caliber. I just don't know what to do with the Rams because it was like there's like three guys on the team that had the tail of the take, where it's like the first half was like Woods, Cup, Everett. There was four guys. And Higby all had very different halves. Two of them had amazing halves. Two of them had terrible halves, and they both just flipped. And it's like I don't know what to believe. Yeah, I, and because when you go from in the first before Higby went nuclear, he had forty-seven receiving yards was his highest, mm-hmm. and then he goes one hundred seven, one sixteen, one eleven, one hundred four, eighty-four. I can't like, and I understand that you want you want to see that at the end. <laughs> I just can't trust that that's going to repeat itself I don't next think you're year. expecting to get 100 yards or anything, but like, I think where he's at, I mean, he, they're going to get you, they're going to use him a bunch. I mean, he's going to get a couple of 100-yard games. But we don't there. know that, though. That's where I'm leaning more towards. Though. I mean, you don't get, you don't just accidentally get, like, four 100-yard games and then just next year don't get any. Can Peyton I introduce Hillis. you to Cooper Cup? Yeah, and Peyton Hillis. <laughs> so. Remember Cooper Cup on that team who was awesome, and then they just changed philosophies and kicked him out the door. That's not the whole season though. Like next year, you're still going to see some big games with Cooper Cup. I mean, you, I know. You I know. You pre- but Cup was still scoring. That's the thing. Like Cup was still getting used. I mean, you can't say you know he wasn't getting the yards, but he scored the last like five, six weeks of the season still. I know, but his target share plummeted, and like with a but tight end scoring. But if a much. tight end's plummet target share plummets, that's way worse than a wide receiver. Yeah, and it's just I don't know what they're gonna do because they had they ran three tight end or bleh, they two. ran two tight ends a lot last year and it's like they used to run three wide receivers a lot so I don't know what they're gonna do this year like they drafted a guy a wide receiver they they have people I don't know what they're going to do I don't like I'm not in on the Rams like I am very out on all these players like I don't know what any of them are gonna do at like, all they're I so like, unpredictable I like Woods the most like because Woods he has he's not gonna change like no matter what philosophy they go with he's not gonna be changed he's not gonna <laughs> be changed except the first eight Maybe. games of this year where he was completely That's, changed like he is the most surefire guy and then after that I'm like especially with Higby I'm like Everett like Everett they wanted Everett to be the dude yeah, Everett does scare me in this situation but I'm kind of I'm willing to overlook it at this <laughs> I want to overlook it I'm willing to overlook it to be correct I'm willing to ignore you two <laughs> no I think he's gonna that's steal awesome. some and like that's where I don't think like that 100 yards but I still think he's gonna get like he can get like even if he gets like 50 yards every game and like five catches that's still a nice base for a tight end still again you're not paying much for him so it's a good spot overall I don't know I'm not stretching to grab this guy but I mean if I don't like any wide receivers or running backs around where he's going, I'll be like, all right, I'm grabbing him here. Yeah, but I think he's going to be overdrafted. I get it. I just think it's a big risk. I just don't. I'm out on the Rams. I think every Rams player is a risk right now. Until unless, uh, unless Sean McVay is like, hey, this guy saved my life, and he's going to get a lot of touchdowns this And McVay hasn't done that ever. Exactly. So it's like, <laughs> I just don't feel confident with the Rams. Okay. 
No, number ten in our consensus rankings is Rob Gronkowski. Speaking of not confident, he's yeah. back. <laughs> he's back. Sure. Mm-hmm. I got him ranked at ten. Mitch at ten, and Spencer at twelve. But I think Spencer, you have more than just Rob Gronkowski ranked at twelve. Yeah, I when I did my rankings, this spot is reserved for Tampa tight ends. I I just don't think Gronk is going to be the Gronk everyone thinks he's going to be. That's why he's ten. I, I understand. Everyone thinks he can be uh, is number one. Got him. No, I'm just <laughs> but the Gronk we saw, like I just don't know. The Gronk we saw his last year in the league was bad, and I understand he was hurt. He had a bad back, whatever. Bad shoulder. Bad, bad everything. Bad legs. Literally, he was an injury, like injuries all over his body. But I just don't think. I think a year off to heal is a good thing. But I don't know if coming back into yes. this system. The main thing for me is the system. Bruce Arians does not run his system for tight ends. He runs it for wide receivers. So that's why I'm into Chris Godwin and. Mike Evans. I just think how the biggest asset Gronk provides to this team is to block. And I think that's going to be his biggest that's going to be his biggest job this year. And that's why I'm not into Gronk as an idea and then Gronk's going to get hurt after a couple games and either if they trade OJ Howard or I don't even yeah, know if that's yeah. going to I don't know what they're doing with that. I now. don't know what they're doing with like, that. I thought they were going to let someone go eventually. And that's why I'm like there's too much in there's three viable tight ends there, and I'm just not. I just don't want anything to do with this. Really. Break- I have him ranked at 12. It's basically for the namesake of Gronk, and I have to respect it. And there's no one be- like else I could. Yeah, I don't know. He's yeah. still, he's still Brady's like favorite target of all time. So like, I understand he's not in the offense, but he's still gonna be running a route. And if he's running a route, not if he's blocking. He's gonna, he's, gonna gonna routes, routes, he's gonna be running a lot of routes, though. He's gonna be blocking. He's gonna be running a lot of routes. Cameron Braid's gonna be blocking. <laughs> and like where I think he, his value even comes in, I'm not even so much worried about his yardage as much. He's gonna be but his touchdown, guy. man. That end that end zone stuff could be crazy. Like once they get to the twenty yard line, I don't know who they're going to cover. Because it's like you want to cover Chris Godwin, cool. You want to cover Mike Evans, cool. You want to cover the Giants. Oh yeah, there's no one you can't double team anybody it, on this gonna, team. That's what I'm saying. Like it's gonna be their team is gonna create matchups, and it's like. I mean, I have I have Gronk at ten. I don't. I just think there's such a low bar at tight end that if Gronk comes in and gets seven touchdowns, like he's easy. Like he's easy. To... He's gonna just kind of be able to like he'll get it in a couple games, just be able to coast. Overall. Right. So I... Like, I don't know if he's gonna dominate. Like I don't think he's gonna be. I don't think he's gonna Gronk anything. But it's like he's gonna have. He's <laughs> he's gonna be better than Jason Witten. I'm gonna say that uh, well, bold yeah. statement, guys. Bold statement. I just I'm I'm willing to be wrong on Gronk this year. I'm willing I mean, to be wrong. Be, I don't think I'm gonna draft him. He's gonna be him. up there and one of the most overpaid guys in the oh, league. Oh my god! Oh, absolutely. Again, you're just willing to pay like five bucks for him, especially with that situation. And he's going for ten to fifteen. Some easy. some drunk guy at your draft is gonna be very excited when he takes Gronkowski. <laughs> but honestly, I see him more of a threat. Like he's kind of more of like a playoff guy. Like that's I think yeah. that's kind of my idea why they he's got him. Almost more of a. They're gonna use him, but they, they're gonna be kind of use him as like a secret weapon. They're gonna be like, all right, <laughs> we're just... losing this game. It's like it's just none of these guys are working right now. Bring out Gronk. So it's just like, like he's gonna just come out, <laughs> drink back, and he's just gonna go and try to dominate. And that's just where I got him there. That's why I think he's gonna be ten. He's just too talented. They're gonna give him the most crazy. I don't care what tells. offense you have him on. If you have that talented of a guy, he's gonna be able to put up some type of numbers. So unless I, don't know, I just think he's probably gonna get, takes a lot. I think he's probably gonna get like five to eight touchdowns. That's really what I'll. That's the only reason I haven't ranked where he is. Like I think he's gonna get touchdowns because I mean. Even if he can't, even if he's not physically there, like when you get to the ten yard line, like he can drag you in, he can catch the ball, like he has good hands. Brady trusts him. I just, 
I'm not. I'm probably not gonna draft him at all in anything. But like, I yeah. think there's there is. I think there's value there, and I think he could surprise people. But well, the I need to surprise someone. The only way he gets value if someone doesn't overpay. Like if someone overpays, it's like. Yeah, I mean, even then, you still have Gronk on your team. It might look cool for you. <laughs> all right, going into number uh, eleven in our contest ranking is Austin Hooper. I am ranked at eleven. Mitch at 14, and Spencer at 9. We're kind of all over the place on this guy. Um, I didn't think I was going to be the lowest of him being honest. You got him pretty low. I mean, he's like, I don't know what to think of him because it's like Odell, Jarvis, Chubb, Hunt, Hooper. Like, I don't know who's going to. I know they paid Hooper like a lot, so he's probably going to be involved. But they also paid Landry a lot, and they paid Odell a lot. And Nick Chubb's the best player on the team. Like, I don't know what Hooper's going to get. Like, I know he's going to be open, and he's going to catch basically everything that he's get the ball thrown to him because he has really good hands. I just don't know how much opportunity he's got. I don't know what kind of touchdowns he's going to get. He's not going to get all the receptions he got last year. He's just – I think it's a very difficult situation to predict. I Again, I'm okay with being wrong about him. I'm okay with being wrong about Landry. Like, I'm okay with being wrong about the Browns because I don't – I don't fully know what kind of offense they're going to like have right yeah, now. Yeah, I never know who to trust in the Browns overall. It doesn't matter how dominant of a guy you were. I mean, even everyone thought with Odell coming into the Browns, he was going to immediately start dominating right. the league. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't happen. Again. He was he's injured. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was ready for that Scotty's one. a hater, man. He still doesn't like Odell because like, he thinks the over to Cowboys are good and Odell made that catch against the Cowboys. But... And I, just, I mean, Hooper's exactly. still going to be good. Like, Hooper's still going to be good. He's a good, talented guy. He I don't know what he's going to do. Big breakout year last year. But I just Only think that once. was just more like kind of like a situational. Like, just kind of like a situational he's, thing. He's got the talent, but it's like, I just don't. He had the opportunity there. Like, situational. It's like, I don't. He's not going to have the opportunity as much as he did in. He, I mean, there just wasn't. There wasn't as much talent over there. Like, there was just like. Calvin Ridley's there, but like Austin Hooper got way more than him, and it's like I think I don't know. If, I think Landry's gonna get more than Austin Hooper because he already has the rapport with Baker. It's like yeah, I don't. I agree with that, Dave. I just don't know. I just think with with him being paid, and I just think with the offense that Stefanski's gonna want to run, like Hooper's never not gonna be on the field. And that's true. Even for broken plays, like I'm pretty sure Hooper's gonna be just open. So when Baker's in trouble, I'm pretty sure Hooper's just gonna be like, "Hey, I'm open. Bring me the ball." Yeah. That is kind of what happened to some tight ends last year, but it's like it didn't happen that often. So it's like I don't know. I just, he's just, I don't know what kind of read he's going to be. I don't know who's the focal point. I of mean, this I think he's a, at best the third. Like I don't think he's going to. Sub- I mean, not, maybe not passing, but it's like they're going to run more times than not. So it's like Chubb's the one. Yeah. Odell gets paid more. I think Jarvis gets paid more. It's like he's the fourth think option. He gets paid more. <laughs> I mean, but Hooper got a nice contract. With Stefanski coming from, yeah, man. but I think I think he got. I thought Landry got like a they got twenty million dollar year contract. It's a lot. I mean, probably he, got, like, he like, got an eighty million dollar contract got paid, when he got oh, signed. Oh. That is way more than Hooper. See, yeah, so, so I, it's so like, I'm not sure it was a five or four year. Contract. So I just view him as like the fourth ish option on the team, and then when Hunt's in the game, Hunt gets the ball a lot when he's in the game. So it's like I just don't know what to think but about with Hooper. The, Stefanski coming in from Minnesota, I think. Kyle Rudolph had fantasy value last year. It's just hard for me. When there was injuries, though. When, like, they needed him to step up. Well, it was only to... Thielen, their number one wide receiver. Well, yeah. So, like, then they had But even before... Eh, yeah, I guess so. Like, I just don't know. I don't know what he's going to be. Like, I get... There's going to be... There's value, but I don't know how high he's going to be. Like, he's just going to be, like, a boomer bus guy. Like, he's... Like, remember Ricky Seals-Jones would get, like, a 50-yard play, and then you wouldn't see him for three weeks. I did really good with pick Ricky Seal Jones last year in Daily Fantasy. Like, anytime I picked him, he scored. It was awesome. Such a weird humble brag. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't. I, I just don't get the consistency of what he's going to be. Like he's well, not. Just, he's not the target heart. The target hog. He's not going to get all the targets that he did last year. He's going to be very. He's going to be more, much more efficient. And I don't know what he's. I don't know what the touchdowns are going to be like to save him. That's I just what he think needs. with how late it appears Hooper is going, this is probably one of the bigger values to me. I agree. At with this that. position, I agree like, with that. Because like, kind of like while we're talking, no one knows. But like, if you get this guy really late for like three to five bucks and he hits, it's like awesome. I got a good tight end this year because he's going to be a tight end one no matter what in my mind. I don't know about that. Yeah. I I would be. I'm very cautious about saying that. Top fifteen. Yeah. I would say probably. Okay. I'm not saying guaranteed though, but I would say probably. Okay. Nah, I'll guarantee it. And I mean, I don't know. We just didn't throw the tight ends, man. Like the. They'll find they'll they'll find a way. I mean, there's a lot there's a lot of talent there. I I think he'll get involved. Top fifteen is not really crazy with tight ends. Yeah, with tight ends, man. You get 500 yards and five touchdowns, you're like, oh, all of a sudden you're the top, you're top 15. I don't know if he's gonna get five touchdowns. I know I they paid him, but it's I like, mean, like at least four. I would, I would, I mean, five is such a little. But it's number. like, like when you get to the 20, though, it's like, do you want to throw to Hooper or give the ball to Chubb, Hunt, Odell, and Landry? Well, I saw what Chubb did last year in the red zone. Not in the 20 though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like I just, I, I don't know what to do. Like I think the Browns' offense is gonna be good, but I don't know if it's there's. I don't know if Hooper's going to be the dominant, the guy who's going to be the one on the team. Like he's not going to dominate the targets. All right. Well, last guy in our consensus rankings, we have Noah Fonts. I have him ranked at fourteen, Mitch at thirteen, and Spencer at ten. It's another guy in that Denver's offense that's just overcrowded over there. <laughs> Showed a lot of, lot of, not I'm not going to say a lot of injury. Two very good potential games for a rookie. Again, has a hundred yards, big play potential. That those seventy-five yard touchdowns is. Pretty impressive. I just don't like that. I don't like that team overall. They kind of just... I know. They just scare me overall. Switch <laughs> so is very um, s- salty about... How as for rookie tight ends, team. he was one of the more impressive guys. Like he, I think he's a little more impressive than Hawkinson. But I do like... Mm. I like Stafford a little bit more. I think Noah Fonts maybe had the more consistent stuff. But I can see like... I can see Hawkinson getting like some big, big games. But overall, Fonts going to finish higher than him. I mean, for a rookie tight end, Noah Fant was probably the best he could be. Like the, the records are very low. For like tight rookie ends. tight ends don't do anything. You got it. Like they just get holding penalties. <laughs> like that's what rookie sure. tight ends do. But like this is the guy for me. I got him ranked ten. I think he's a my he's my top breakout tight end of the year at this you know at this position, and he just so promised. Granted, like if you look at tight ends, how many other tight ends can you say? Hey, if you give him a screen or a slant, he's taking it for a seventy-five yard touchdown. Not, like, not too many. Kittle? Not too many. Kittle probably. I think I don't know. Gasecki's kind of a freak. I don't know if he can do that though yet. And then Evan Ingram, and that's basically it. I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, so there's not a lot. In terms of troop, just raw potential. Noah Fant is top of the top. Like, and I just think again with that offense. Granted, I'm a, I'm a Denver guy this year. I think they're going to be pretty good. And he's, I don't think he's going to get a ton of targets. I think he's going to be a big yak guy because when you look at his target count or his reception count from last year, it wasn't great. But again, rookie tight end. And I just think he's primed for a breakout. And I think it should happen provided he can stay healthy. I don't even know that. I just, yeah, I've said it a thousand times now, but Denver's often there's just way too much to share there. So 
He could have those big games again, but I think, again, you're, just, you're banking on those two games, and then after that, I can still see him getting... <laughs> There's not much of a tight end, dude. You keep harping on these two games, like... But three points is just... I mean, three points is like three points. But that's like, what tight ends... Like, that's what tight ends do, though. Like, they don't break out. They're not I mean, good. I'm thinking about this year. Like, I think last year was actually just got a better chance. So, he, yeah, could do could do pretty good, and depending on how good that connection is, but... Like, I definitely think they're going to be streaky. I don't... I don't I'm trying to find, like, where his actual yards were, but, like... I don't... He's going to be a streaky guy. He's not like... I don't know. I think it's weird that you're saying he's going to be more consistent than Hawkinson. I think Hawkinson is definitely going to be more consistent. I think fans going to have way more bigger breakout games than Hawkinson is. It's just... I don't know how consistent they're going to be. I think Melvin's going to get a lot of touchdowns. And then Spencer thinks Cortland Sutton is going to ball out. And there's a lot... There's just a lot of mouth defeat on that team, which I do agree with. So it's like I think fans going to be more of a risky play, but he when he hits, he's going to win you weeks. He's or he's going to be one of those guys. I mean, what do you if you had to guess? What do you think Zach Ertz' rookie stats were? And he's like you know a great tight end now. If I had to guess what his stats oh, are, oh you have it up, don't you? Not an out. I, I thought I didn't know he popped up. I was looking out at the top uh, some of the top rookies and stuff, and, and he actually is. Oh no, Zach Ertz. He, I'm going to guess. And this is just complete off the top of my head right now. I'm going to guess he had. At 469 yards yep. and <laughs> four TDs. Off 36 receptions. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a pretty good guess then. That's right? Yeah. Totally. You totally didn't look it up. Definitely <laughs> totally not. Totally didn't look it up. <laughs> totally didn't have it up. So, no, I, that's what I'm saying. He did, he did do it. Stuff over there. But <laughs> I also don't know in that situation. Like, two games, two games, no font had 100. It, between those two games, he had 100 yeah. and well, 230 yards. How many you good games? harping on these two games, How many man? Hawkinson had one good game. His Hig- first game ever. And yeah, he did nothing. Higby had like 200 total yards in his entire career before this year. And you're like, I think he's going to be the best tight end I've I ever saw seen. more of a connection there. I just don't like how many people are over there. Like that's There's 70,000 people in the Rams. So we have the you Rams. You predicted all the Rams. Jared Goff is going to throw 10 times more than Drew Locke is. Yeah, because <sighs> the team is... Honestly, the top, the team in Denver could be better than the team in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Like that's situationally. Not... I think just the teams have to play. I mean, like I want to see I want to see Denver against uh, I want to see Denver against the Chiefs this year. See if they can kind of keep up a little bit. I don't they, know how that's they should go. be. So keeping up is still gonna be a little rough, but I mean, Chris, not, a, rough, that's not a lot of teams can keep up with the Chiefs. <laughs> if I'm being honest, not a lot of them can. Well, one of the teams that can keep up with them is the Rams. I mean, no. no. Mm-hmm. I highly disagree. I mean, granted, they were a dumpster fire. <laughs> like we had, we watched the greatest game I've ever seen, which oh. was the Chiefs versus the Rams. But that was two years ago. That's a very different. And team. both teams are so much different now. <laughs> yeah, one of them actually kept being good. <laughs> as a Super Rams, Bowl. I don't think the Rams are as bad as you think. Like they're not. They're, they still have some like holes. We were like, talking about it, and you said they could easily be last in that division. In that division, that division is crazy. So if you lose six games automatically without. Taking the rest of your schedule into account, you're not going to be that good. Now they can all be pretty close in that division overall. I'm just saying they're going to be last. Like that whole division is just going to be close. But I mean, that's just how it is. I mean, they're not going to be the best. They're, you're going to put up a fight at every team they play, offensively. Just their defense is just not going to be able to save them. Did you watch the Rams last year? So yeah, they're still scored. They still not scored. the beginning of the year. Like yeah, little hiccups, but they're going to be they're going to be score. They're going to be throwing. I don't think you watched the Rams very much last year. <laughs> they did not look like a very good team to start the year, man. But they still put up some. They still put up fantasy numbers. Like you could start 
You can still start multiple. There's you could start at one point. You could start Woods and Cup in the same week. No, not last, not no. last year. Two years ago. Remember, I had that philosophy like, at the beginning of. There was still a little bit. You could still do something. Not in the beginning of the year. No, like, Cup was producing enough for two people. If you want to say that, yeah, but like you couldn't play them both and be like they both produced. Remember just how we keep enough. saying they flipped halves? Like if you yeah. that means one was. But good even at the, the end of the year, check. look at the end of the year. They finished. Cup's still giving you. Cup was still getting you like thirteen points, and then Robert Woods was giving you like eighteen. Like and that's a Cup was not getting you thirteen. He was getting a touchdown. He was getting a touchdown and like touchdown, forty yards. Forty yards and still like four catches. It's that's six. That's twelve points. So sorry, not thirteen. See, <laughs> it's just no. You, you can't, even you see can't from the moves. first half Cup's production to his second half. You can't even like be like, oh yeah, I want to play both of them. Like it's just not. You could have. You literally could finish the year with both of them. Scotty, I had Brandon Cooks and. Cooper Cup on the team last year, and I thought that when I played them against the Saints, and that strategy never worked. It's not. I'm not saying it's like. I guess it's not the bet. You want to go a little bit higher of a ceiling with somebody, but overall, I mean, they're still putting up. They're still putting up numbers, and the Rams are going to get their guys their numbers. Don't know who less of a running back. So, I mean, Gurley didn't do a ton, but like. I mean, then what happened to Cooper Cup the second half and Weber Woods the first half? Cooper Cup was still scoring. I understand it wasn't getting the yards. He was. Getting touchdowns though. Oh, man. Like, it's just Robert Woods thing. wasn't doing that the first half. Robert Woods didn't get touchdowns the entire year. He didn't get touchdowns the second half. He yeah, but he was touchdowns. at least good the second half. But he just yardage wise. I mean, Cooper got the touchdowns. You had the yardage. They come together. They're a perfect combo. Yeah, but you can't play both of them. You're you could if you combine them into one person. Yes, you can't. Ugh, you're wasting a wide receiver spot then. Depends on where you're getting them though. You're getting them now, especially you're getting them now. You're getting them kind of late still. So depending on where your cup goes. But cup goes both one way or the other. But that's all the time we have for the Going Ones podcast. Once again, I'm Scotty. I'm Mitch. And I'm Spencer. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week for quarterback rankings. See ya. See ya.